Coast and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dias, broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of EloquentOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. This is the Power of Performance podcast, the show that asks the question, if your banking brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? Unlike a rock band, however, rock bands don't have to deal with the ever-increasing litany of rules and compliance regulations and DEI initiatives like the name of our episode today, ESG, Environmental, Social, and Governance Standards. The name of our episode today, ESG, is a fraud because it is. Folks, we had a gentleman on our show uh, about two years ago. His name is Brian Heinrichs. He's the president and CEO of Fourth Capital Bank up in Nashville, Tennessee. Beautiful banking brand, growing banking brand. And when we interviewed him, he said something that has stayed with me. Now, when you've had you know, over 400 guests on this show in the course of the 12 years that we've been doing the program, you don't always remember every single interview. You don't always remember every single statement that people made, but something that Brian said has always stayed with me. He says, we, the people in banking, make it complicated and that banking is really not complicated. And he's absolutely right. You can do your strategic planning on a post-it note, make loans, get paid back, be in business forever. And all of the other ancillary things that come into the equation in our modern, contemporary, uh, regrettably, I guess they call it woke banking world, which the big banks have absolutely signed on to, is something that has to be discussed and has to be discussed honestly. And, and ESG, it's, it's environmental, social, and governance, but for the sake of brevity, most people simply know it as ESG. And the simple fact is, although there's not a lot of empirical data, there is some significant data in companies and organizations that have been listed on the you know, S&P ESG index and how those ESG investments are faring. And the news is not good. Putting your best foot forward for the betterment of the of the economy or the you know the climate or social justice does not prevent you from having to follow basic principles of banking and business. You can't make bad loans and say you care about the environment and hope that that's going to save your brand because it won't. It really is time to talk about getting back to the basics of banking and all of this other nonsense that we keep hearing about. All you have to do is scroll through LinkedIn. I mean, whatever happened to Columbus Day? I, I was surprised to learn this past Monday that it was actually Indigenous Peoples Day. Now, if you ever see me, I kind of look like an indigenous person, which the definition that people mean when they say that. And I, was I supposed to get the day off? Was I supposed to get a bouquet of flowers or one of those buckets full of uh, fruit that you could eat? Uh, I didn't get any of it, by the way. And I honestly just refer to it as Columbus Day. And so it's just something we're going to talk about briefly here. I'm calling it the ESG fraud because that's what it is. And I've got some pretty compelling information here to make that case. Banking is simple. 
right? Somebody comes in, they don't happen to have $32,000 for that new Hyundai eco-friendly, you know, what is it? The hybrid uh, Hyundai Santa Fe, let's just say. So they come to the bank or the credit union, they say, hey, listen, if you'll front me the $32,000 plus interest and whatever else is on top of that, I promise I'll make 60 monthly payments in the amount of, you know, 450 bucks to pay off this car. Well, if you make a good loan and the person pays it off, that's great. There should be no consideration is is the bank not loaning enough money on electric vehicles? Is the bank loaning money? If, if, if we do a, a loan for a, a Ford F-350 diesel-powered crew cab that is bigger than my first apartment, do we also have to make a bad loan for somebody who wants to buy perhaps a small hybrid vehicle or something like that? And so once again, it's worth talking about, and we're going to do it, and we're going to do it all right after this. For over 12 years and over 700 episodes, it's conference-quality information without the rubber chicken dinner and without the expense report. This is the one and only Power Performance Podcast. I'm not surprised. I mean, when you've done something so well for so long, those types of things are bound to happen. Now, look, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on ESG. Hey, that rhymed. But it is something, again, when, when, I, when I look around and see about all the things that people are talking about when it comes to banking, I almost never hear about just making a profit, or in the case of credit unions, breaking even. Now, if you look at, and I guess you have this stuff now, it kind of started in Europe, like a lot of these initiatives, the, the Green New Deal, a lot of the things that you hear people talking about in the United States emanate from Europe. And so from the Harvard Business Review, there's actually some pretty good data about how these funds that only accept ESG compliant companies are doing. And to begin with, ESG funds certainly performed poorly in financial terms. In a recent Journal of Finance paper, University of Chicago Research analyzed the Morningstar sustainability ratings of more than 20,000 mutual funds representing over $8 trillion of investor savings. Although the highest rated funds in terms of sustainability, ESG, certainly attracted more capital than the lowest rated funds, none of the highly sustainable ESG funds outperformed any of the lowest rated funds. Now, right there, it's just, again, proof, proof, empirical proof, and I think everybody can trust the Harvard Business Review and the University of Chicago when the people at the University of Chicago are not dodging bullets, that that's, that's significant information. Now, this is from December of 2021, and you really can't base any kind of investment history on a calendar year, but what if this plays out over a significant period of time? There's also some other glaring inconsistencies. When you think about the people out there that are, are worried about climate change and uh, social justice, you've got to think that a company like ExxonMobil, one of the largest oil companies in the world, is public enemy numero uno. In fact, Exxon is allowed on the ESG S&P index, but guess who's not? Tesla, you know, the, the, the people that are gonna save the planet from those terrible gas guzzling cars, the maker of electric vehicles, Tesla has not been allowed in that. Tesla has been kicked out of the S&P 
ESG index, which led the CEO of Tesla, Elon Musk, to say, hey, it's the name of the show. ESG is a scam. It has been weaponized by phony social justice warriors. I've got to say, I didn't know a lot about Elon Musk and Tesla um, until over the past couple of years when he went to purchase Twitter, which I honestly am hoping that he's buying it just to shut it down. I quit Twitter back in 2020, and as I mentioned on LinkedIn earlier this week, why in the world is your bank on Twitter? Nobody follows you. I told you I went to the biggest Twitter account in the bank Marketplace, Bank of America, and their non-pin tweet had nine likes. People are simply not spending a lot of time on Twitter. A lot of it is fake and false and robots and, and just not real people. And, and, and unfortunately, that's where a lot of this stuff comes from. ESG is just another in the litany of things that banking professionals and banking executives have to worry about, which really have nothing to do with the principal mission of a community banking brand. And that is to return dividends to their member owners, if you're a credit union, in the context of lower rates, better service, you know, uh, better interest rates on deposits and better interest rates on loans. And in the case of professional banking brands, for-profit banking brands, returning dividends to their stockholders. The, the point of banking is to make money. It's not to demonstrate your ability to be nicer than the next guy. If, if your banking brand is making terrible loans and is, is making terrible investments and you're losing money, the fact that all of your bank vehicles are operated by soy milk doesn't make a difference. That's one of the problems with these ESG standards. They can be used to cover up bad investments and bad business practices and no amount of virtue signaling or social justice posturing can make up for a banking brand that is making bad decisions, bad fiduciary decisions related to money and investments and how you're managing your financial brand. It's one of those things that's just easy to say, oh, I'm all for ESG. I mean, who could be against environmental and social governance? It just sounds so good. Nobody's against the environment. I don't want to drink dirty water. I don't want to wake up uh, back, you know, circa 1973 when the rivers were polluted and they're just chugging out um, bad stuff into the atmosphere. I'm not in favor of any of that. After all, New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof, is on planet Earth. I've got a vested interest in seeing the planet taken care of. I want my son and his future family to, to live in a clean planet. But these, these conditions and these things that complicate banking actually don't make anything better. They make people feel better. And feelings and fiduciary results are not the same thing. As ESG becomes more accepted or more discussed, I hope I will hear more people talking about this and debating it. I've learned this week, you cannot ask honest questions about financial performance of anybody, banks or credit unions. You call a state association and say, hey, what are you doing with all that you know, dues money that you get from you know, banks or credit unions all over your state? It's not something that anybody wants to talk about. The, the reflex answer is advocacy. Well, it's advocacy. Well, I've got to tell you something, professional bankers. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of favorable legislative victories for community banks in the past 23 years that I've been doing this. Just an observation. And ESG isn't going to help with that either. It's yet another layer of compliance and headaches 
that in this particular economic climate is unhelpful and unhealthy. Folks, banking is simple. Make loans, get paid back, and be in business forever. If ESG standards would make banking brands better or more profitable, banking brands would have come up with this a long time ago. Banking is an ancient business. It goes back to the days of the prophets. And there are certain standards in banking and business that don't change whether you've got 16,000 solar panels on top of your bank or not. And that's the point I'm trying to make. There is no reason to think that embracing all of this wokeness and nonsense does anything other than alienate a certain percentage of your customers. You may not always hear from them, the, the quintessential silent majority, but I promise you it can have that impact on people, people that are ambivalent about things. You know, your banking brand, for the most part, for most people, they wake up, they check their balance, they use their debit card a few times a day, and then they go to sleep. They really don't want to be thinking about these things. But stuff like ESG, it enriches consultants and attorneys and compliance professionals, none of which actually benefits your customers or your member owners. If you think I'm wrong, you're welcome to come on this show, and we can have a respectful debate about it. But it's something I'm going to keep an eye and ear on, and if necessary, we'll talk about it again. Thank you so much for listening to the Power Performance Podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand, whether it's an ESG brand or not, were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? My name is Jason Dyes, and until next week's speak, I'll talk to you all next week. Take care. All things ain't what they used to be now. Where did all the blue skies?